And hello again, everybody. This is James Reese, the host and the creator of the Cerebral Fit Podcast. And I, quite frankly, I just feel like recording. There's no plan to this one. This is just such a completely spontaneous episode. I just felt like podcasting today, you know. I know I told myself, and I think I told y'all a few times, that I was like, eh, you know, let's do once a week, twice a week, but you know what, to hell with that plan. I just feel like podcasting. I'm pulling an audible, so of course I am joined by my two co-hosts, Tara and Charlotte, who are kind of presently getting on my nerves at this point. They're being difficult. They, Tara is just so, she's dramatic. She's dramatic. She doesn't like... She's looking at me now like, How could you be so dramatic? Call me dramatic. Yeah, that's my Tara voice. Charlotte, not so much. But Tara's just being dramatic today. She just wants... She just loves that attention. You love attention, don't you? Yeah. So, yep. It is a... (laughs) Here she is. She wants more attention. She likes to stick her paw up in the air when she wants something. So, of course, if you turn your back or stop, stop giving her attention, she, she that means uh, that she wants to give you some kisses. But in my case, the reason she's giving me kisses is because I just had lunch. So, I'm pretty sure I smell amazing to her. Chipotle burritos, folks. Yes, I still eat there. I don't care if... Oh, you're going to get sick if you eat there, James. Yeah, I haven't gotten sick once from there. So, you know, I've gotten sick at other places. Um one of the local grocery stores they got me sick by I ate tilapia from them and I haven't eaten tilapia since so you know that's just one of those things that just you know every place is going to have food poisoning especially if you're like Chipotle where you try to use fresh ingredients all the time fact of the matter is it's going to happen that's life you're going to get sick you're going to get food poisoning you're going to you know whatever but um, I kind of still think they get a bad rap Um, there's a lot I think there's about, I say a lot, there's like four or five of them here in Lubbock. And I like them. Kidoba, I like Kidoba too. Sometimes I like Kidoba a little too much, but the fact is there's only one Kidoba here in town, and I have to go all the way, which in Lubbock, you know, I'm being a bit of a, being a bit of a, a whiny bear there. I'm trying to keep this PG, folks, or yeah, I guess that's the right word. You know, I really want to say some other words, and I might sneak in a few here and there, but man. I'm just trying to, well, what is on my mind? Why did I just want to block, you know, I don't know. I just felt like recording today. Today was one of those days that I anticipated being real slow. I got my car, went to, took it to the mechanic shop to get its, you know, like uh, oil change, tires rotated, it's still covered under the warranty. So it's on their dime. So that's good, right? So I went ahead and did that for the trip next week to Austin, which I'm really getting excited about. Um, it's just going to be real, well, well, one, getting out of Lubbock for once. I think that's going to be, it's just much needed at this time. Um, you know, I really don't too sure how long I'll be in the area. I know at this juncture, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for sure, but Monday morning maybe, depending I don't like driving at night, especially in hill country with all those damn buzzards and deer and all that. And I really don't feel like hitting one because it would be my luck and my timing, excuse me, that I would hit one of those damn deer. And I really don't need that. 
I mean, I, I really don't like having car trouble. I can't say the same thing for my roommate who is right now fixing his thermostat as we speak. He has car trouble, which sucks. So, <sighs> you know, you do an episode, a random one, you just start recording and you just go with it. And I was actually reading a tweet that my dad had sent, <laughs> which now that I say that out loud sounds kind of like, dang, this is how far we come, folks. Our fathers and mothers are sending tweets. And, I mean, I definitely, you know, what he, his tweet was more like, you know, in support of the podcast and stuff. And just, there was one word that he did use, and the co-hosts are now getting in the way of the microphone. But he said that it was organic. And I remember reading that thinking, you know what, he's right. I got to keep it that route. Um, sometimes I feel that I get a little too structured because let's say I'm going to, there's a whole lot of podcasts out there. I might listen to a whole lot of podcasts and you always, you're going to draw and borrow from these other podcasts, the way they go at things. These guys got producers, they got other middlemen to help the show go smoother. They have guests, they have a back and forth conversation, which is awesome. That's one of the things that's missing from this podcast, but I don't have any of that. I am the... I am essentially, aside from my two dogs here, I'm a one-man show. There is no middleman. This is all me. And I don't have any of that, so it makes it makes it tricky. It really does. I don't want to say difficult because it's not. It's not difficult to speak into this mic like this, which my big booming voice, of course. I'm being facetious when I say that. But you gotta be you gotta be tricky with this. You gotta be, you know, tricky's good, tricky's bad, but you gotta get creative with it. And so. That's why I've been trying to really focus on just getting some quality content on here where you're just honestly hearing, well, yeah, you are hearing me talk and I'm essentially having a conversation with myself, but the way that I look at it is that I'm having a conversation with each of you who listen, all 15 of you. <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing too that I, you know, today was just one of those days I'd have to say, you know, I went in, I had a fitness assessment with a new um potential new client new gym member whatever and the way that i look at these assessments this is basically a qualified qualify qualification process meaning i'm going to work you out i'm going to see where you're at we're going to see where you're at physically if you can do this if you can do that and what i'm going to make some recommendations for you but at the same time that's when you the sales aspect comes into play where you offer your services and you know man i just think i'm honestly you know, I kicked this guy's butt this morning. He hadn't been in the gym in five or six years. And I told myself, you know what, do a different approach. You could go easy on him or you could kick his ass, you know. And I'm not too sure if that's a good or bad thing. I and mean, he was huffing and puffing. I kind of stopped it early because he's like, I feel sick. So I'm like, all right, I feel sick. So I will take care of that for you. We'll stop it. We'll go from there. Yada, yada, yada. And then afterwards, of course, I almost threw myself a little pity party thinking, man, I did make the sale. What's wrong with me? Yada, yada, you know. And I've been saying yada, yada, yada too much. Thank you, Mr. Miller, a.k.a. Midnight Gustavo, who has his own podcast, people. Sneaky Bands. I think they got two episodes, brand new episodes this week. So I love listening to those guys talk. Their back and forth is awesome. That's what this show needs is a good back and forth. But currently we are working on that. Um, you know, still anticipating some sort of interview here pretty soon with my dad about that. Maybe somebody else. Um... But once again, shout out to Mr. Midnight Gustavo for introducing the yada 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 into my vernacular. 
which I never grew up watching Seinfeld. I think I saw one episode, two episodes, whatever. It just didn't appeal to me. But, you know, I think that was one of the contributions it made to society was yada, yada, yada. So, among other things. But, so, hey, if you're looking for a structure in this episode, you're not going to get it. This is just going to be the episode where I just talk and just let loose. So, yeah, yesterday I was trying to find a table or a desk to set up in my room so I can have a more efficient workspace. Because I figured if I'm an independent businessman for the most part, and that's what essentially a personal trainer is, is that you're running your own business under a certain umbrella, at least in my case. So I work under a somewhat local big box gym, and I'm a trainer under their umbrella. But bad news about that, though, is that I'm limited to where I can train at. So that prevents me from really going out and just letting loose in terms of getting new clients, whatnot. But it is what it is. I will work around that. I will, oops, did I just get myself in trouble? Maybe I did. Uh, I'll work with it for now, but, um, you know, kind of going back to that, you know, earlier today when I was at work and you're doing that assessment, I don't want to BS any of these clients. I don't want to BS anybody. I think right now that's just what's going on too much in this world, you know, and I don't really want to jump on that whole bandwagon of, oh, I'm, I tell it like it is. You know what, people, in some form of the way we, we, do any of us really tell it how it is? Telling it like it, how it is, is from our own perspective. So what you're hearing from me is not necessarily telling you how it is. I am telling you how I think it is. And you're probably going to figure, you might agree with it. You probably aren't going to agree with it. But that's where they call it agree to disagree, whatever. But I just think right now that what I'm seeing... You know, when you encounter these people and when you see on Facebook, when you see on social media, I need to get in better shape. Right now, we're in a unique time in society where we have everything so fast. This is the Amazon society, the Amazon Prime society. I think that's a perfect name for it. Now, I have Amazon Prime. I like ordering from Amazon Prime because you know why? Because it's a little cheaper than going to a, re you know, a Walmart. Plus, I get it the next day for the most part. Now, there's some items I won't get the next day, but about 90% of the time I get it the next day, and it's cheaper. So that's why I use Amazon Prime. And uh, they don't promote this show, obviously, nor do they give me money, obviously, considering I'm sitting on the floor once again, which isn't bad. It's comfortable. I'm comfortable. But, um, yeah, I'm not. I guess it's a cheap lug, whatever. Ooh, my legs are dirty. Oof. Dang. See, you know, <laughs> I'm sitting here talking like this. You know, this is this ain't gonna be your typical episode. But um, yeah, you know, a lot of people out there when they see on social media the um, lifestyles of the rich and famous, lifestyles of the fit and happy. You know, we ought to put that in quotations. We don't know those people are happy. We don't know they're even that fit. Um, but when we see that on social media, we like to, and I'm guilty of this too, but everything that I post on social media that me working out, that's me working. That is, I literally do this five to six times a week, sometimes seven. This is my job. My job now is focused around staying in shape, getting in even better shape, and that's work. And even before this became my career, that was the way that I viewed my physical conditioning. Working out was like it was a second job. And when you go and when you treat it like a second job, you know, it's 
you're you're punching in the hours, you're putting in the reps, and you're not getting monets you're not getting money for it, but what you're getting back in return is the investment in your health and in yourself. And I know that sounds like a sales pitch, but it's the damn truth. Problem with society today, especially those who see all this on social media or when they're out and about in the real world, quote unquote. You know, you see people running, jogging, lifting weights, getting in shape, doing yoga, doing Pilates, doing boot camps, doing camp gladiator, yada, yada, yada. There I go again. You know, society sees that and thinks, okay, the majority of society here, not everyone, but I want to be like that. I need to get into shape. I need to be, yeah, I'm tired of, you know. But the fact of the matter is, is they, 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 they don't. They say that, and but they don't execute. You talk about a plan, but you don't execute the plan. You don't put in the work. And I hate to break it to everybody, and I hate to sound a bit negative, but walking into the gym is the first step. Continuing and implementing that into a your lifestyle, your personal lifestyle is what you need to do. There is no magic pill to this, folks. There isn't. It takes work. It takes energy. It takes discipline. I know I sound a bit almost bullish, you know, but fact of the matter is I just you know sometimes when you encounter a client or a potential client you know they say you want to get in shape the way that I look at it you can say that but you got to show me you got to prove it to me two of my best clients right now three days out of the week they give me 90 minutes of their life and with those 90 minutes of that they're giving me I bust their ass 90 minutes. That's all I'm asking of them is that you give me 90 minutes of your life a week. 90 minutes, which if you do the math, you know, 90 minutes out of like 10,000 such and such minutes, you know, whatever, shoddy math. But that's all it takes just to start. And I'm not saying you're going to change overnight because you're not. That's not how fitness works. That's not how getting in shape works. That's not how getting better in general works works permanent getting better you know it <laughs> you can sense the frustration in my voice but it's it's true we want to we want everything we want the riches we want the rewards we want to get to the finish line as fast as we can but we forget that it takes work to get to the finish line if we even make it to the finish line some of us won't And the finish line, that's relative. Whatever your finish line is, for some, the finish line is getting that promotion. For some, that finish line is the actual finish line of a race. For me, the finish line, well, I like to call it the end game. The add end game, well, uh, I'll keep that one close to the shoulder. Not that I'm just trying to be vague or whatever, because I can be vague from time to time. <laughs> that's a bit of an understatement, but... That end game incorporates a lot of work. And the fact of the matter is, is that what I love about what I do now is the fact that I can actually incorporate creativity and how to get better and how to stay better. And, you know, when I was with that individual earlier today, you know, of course, after he left, he didn't buy anything. He didn't make a sale. You know, of course, he's, you know, I think he's he got a membership excuse me got a membership with his wife or something like that so i think he's bringing in nice guy fact of the matter is you know if you're gonna come in you're gonna come in but the thing about personal training that 
you know, I'm a coach. I'm basically a coach. You're hiring me to coach your ass. Plain and simple. I'll talk to you. I'll talk about life. But my job is to coach you and to push you to being better. That's what a coach does. And as much as I am allergic to bullshit, I am also allergic to mediocrity. I hate mediocrity. My good friend Haley Ward, former pen pal, uh, former apartment leasing manager, whatever, now who's a very good friend of mine who's on her way to Europe at this point with her husband. Hope y'all have fun if they listen. <laughs> but needless to say, she taught me something a while back years ago because we, we go way back, but, and I'm not saying it verbatim, but, you know, it's uh, essentially mediocrity is your enemy. Don't settle for mediocrity. And when she told me that, I think she actually got it tattooed on her, but um, something along those lines. But that really struck with me. And, you know, when it stri- strikes those chords, those inner chords that we all have, you know, it imprints and then you try to make that a part of your daily ritual. And, you know, we all have those daily rituals all of us um habits rituals ways to get us better and i'll admit as of late i sort of ignored a lot of mine not all of them but enough to the point that you have to push the reset button now in the if you're familiar with fitness or you in whatever you've heard me talk about it but you know you plateau in the gym which is true You can't go into the gym and do the same damn thing every day because guess what? It's not going to do anything. Your body for like the first week will get used to it and think, oh, nice. It's it's nice to see you in the gym. But after like two weeks, three weeks, and you're doing the same thing continuously, you're not going to get anywhere. You're, You're just, you'll stay in the same area. You're settling for what that. And I believe that goes the same for, you know, your physical plateau, but also you a mental cerebral plateau wink wink uh you know like today for instance okay i go get my car get picked up it's fixed everything's good i'm hungry but i tell myself you know what go to barnes and noble let's let's go walk around i like to walk around in barnes and noble because for me i get a lot of ideas there i like to see the books i like to just breathe in it's like walking into a library it's like walking in like texas tech for instance when i go to texas tech when I'm around there, I get that competitive side of me comes out. That studious side of me is like just, is you know, peacocking, if you will. I get inspired. I want to do something. And so I know that it sounds silly to go to a damn bookstore and then feel inspired, but it works for me. It's like I can feel the same way if I go into a Hobby Lobby or a First Friday Art Trail. I look for sparks and I collect these sparks being figured you know not literal rule here but you know what i mean and so you know i just i find ways to inspire myself and the problem i think with most people in general is that we just we fail to inspire ourselves we try our best to put up memes and videos that are inspiring on facebook we'll share it but here's the problem in that everybody is that yeah you're sharing it you're, you're but are you really ingesting that are you really being inspired from that are you taking your own advice i mean are you it's it's a real simple question 
that's why I, you know, <laughs> I may sound like a total dick when I say this, but when I see a lot of those posts and quotes, I get that grin of mine and I just kind of shake my head and I think to myself, okay, this is nice. And I'm guilty of maybe liking a, few, a lot of that stuff, pushing that like button. Fact of the matter is, y'all, what I really truly want to say to y'all is, are you actually, you know, are you, are you abiding by this? Are you doing this? Are you, I mean, if you're trying to make yourself feel better, you got to remember something. It's only for a few moments. Make it permanent. Or at least just, you know, yeah, make it fucking permanent. Hell, first F-bomb of the podcast. There we go for today. Charlotte's looking at me like, oh my God, he's getting into it. And I'm getting, and I haven't even had a gin and tonic or a Michelob Ultra, folks. I've had a Monster Energy Lemonade drink for recovery because I had a hell of a leg day today. Also some massive cardio. Had a run, I ran a good mile. But now I'm drinking a water just to kind of rehydrate, if you will. But I'm not going to bullshit you. I mean... You can post your memes all day that are inspiring. You can post your videos of this, this, and that. But are you really getting something out of it? And that's the one takeaway that in all of this that, and see, I'm and I've posted quotes too, not memes or you know a photoshopped quote. I, I, you know quotes. I, I I'm student. I got a damn t- quote tattooed on my arm. That ought to tell you how quotes go in my life. You know. I'm a studious individual, as you all should be as well. But, you know, we yearn for change. We yearn for happiness. We yearn for all these, the the happy ending that we all want in life. Are we all going to get that happy ending? No, we're not. But what I do believe in, folks, and I truly believe in this, is that to get that happy ending, you have to work for it. Make it happen. Make the happy ending happen. And that's the thing that today I just kept going through my head is you have to put the work into it. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen over two overnights or three. It takes time. And that is something that I'm telling y'all and I'm, you know, that I'm telling y'all I'm telling myself. Every day I live in a constant reminder that everything is going to have to take work. I was raised that way. It's coming to fruition right now that my work ethic, you know, is now going to be put on full display. I mean, I'm doing a damn podcast, you know. It's therapeutic, it's fun, but I'm doing this as a way to essentially amplify my own work ethic. Because you can only do so much with Facebook statuses. You can only do so much with, you know, face-to-face conversations, which don't happen that much anymore. But because we're so glued to our phones, which I'm guilty of, you're guilty of, we're all guilty of it. Let's just let's not beat around the bush with that. Fact of the matter is, though, is that you still got to stick to your roots of of inspiring yourself if you're able to inspire yourself. I'm shocked that some people just find it. You know, they just lack that. And with that side that you just heard, that's just, it's disappointing when you meet people like that, that I can't, and that's where we disconnect, is that I don't understand that. It's almost illogical for me to, for someone to not try to work harder to have a better life. 
And this isn't a, you know, some people might say, well, James, you sound like a Republican. Was that bullshit? I think that's just a logical thing to think. I want a lot of good things in life, folks. I want to be able to do so much, travel the world like everyone else and, you know, help out others, help out my family, my friends. Oof. Food's picking up, man. Oof. <laughs> Excuse me. I want a lot of things. I want a lot of experiences. But it's going to take work. And so that's just one of those constant reminders that that I, you know, I, I remind myself every day. But today is when life told me, OK, James, you've made your choice. Your choice is plural, but you have to continue to work at it. And I am perfectly fine with that. I'm bored. Folks, I am bored obviously <laughs> but when you're bored too ask yourself why am i bored what can i do to change this how can i reduce my boredness listen to more podcasts aside from mine if you're listening to this one awesome listen to some other ones that's what i do you can only listen to the same music over and over again folks podcasts to me are are, are great in expanding your mind kind of introducing some new ideas into your life whether you agree with them or not the ideas that you have need to be challenged. Ideas are were meant to be challenged. It's called competition, damn it. So, man. Oof, I'm letting loose with this one. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Well, when I went to Barnes & Noble, I looked up and picked up a magazine. My intent for, like, a future episode was to, you know... Read some journal articles that show the correlation between like mental um, mental awareness, mental mental health, and physical fitness, of course, because I got a degree in psychology, so I'm, you know that's a pretty pretty close subject to me, if you will. But damn it, I couldn't find anything, <laughs> so I picked up this men's journal. It was this and men's health. Um, I believe, honestly, the only reason I picked this one up is because the cover girl on men's journal. I thought it was a women's journal, men, women's fitness or something is. Uh, Karen McDougal, who uh, right now, she's been in the news as of late because she allegedly had an affair with President Donald Trump, our, our fearless leader. <coughs> wink, wink. And, well, she looks great. Um, I've been following Karen for a while. <laughs> I'll let you figure that one out. I ain't gonna hide. Well... I'll, I'll just let y'all, uh, I'll let y'all figure that one out, how I know her, but, uh, <laughs> but needless to say, yeah, you know, I'm going through these magazines, and the reason I like a lot of these magazines is because I do get a lot of ideas from them, as I mentioned earlier, um, fashion ideas, I didn't learn how to dress myself, folks, I didn't have anybody teach me, had fashion magazines teach me, so I do color coordinate, I like to at least, that was actually, uh, one of the compliments one of my ex-girlfriends gave me is like you know how to dress and i was like wow thank you for acknowledging that and then we broke up but <laughs> oh man charlotte is looking at me like what the hell are you talking about and why are you still talking about that you crazy crazy man tara's over here with her eyes closed like uh when is this gonna end Ugh, oh man uh, some part of me wishes this was whiskey or gin, but uh, no, it's not. It's just actually bottled water. 
But I do recommend going back to the magazine aspect. I mean, this one's got, you know, it tells you about a cable pulley workout, which I have been doing more in my own personal workouts because cable pulley machines to me are extremely versatile with what you can do with them. I like the motion. It allows you to be a bit more mobile. Um, not that stationary machines, yeah, they serve their purpose and stuff like that, but I like these machines because they really get me going. I can do some movements that just, uh, you can get creative. Anything that can really bring out that creative side of me, then I do it. And they really got some good workouts for lateral cable adductions, which is for your legs, of course. You got some cable twists, get your abs going. You got some single arc cable rows, which I've been doing. But, you know, I see a lot of these, I'm familiar with them. But every now and then I do run into something that, okay, like you're right here now. I just turn the damn page and it says, move of the month, the Simba Squat. Here we go, the Simba Squat. It says, replace the risky back squat with a movement that's just as effective and taxes even more muscles by Andrew Gutman. That was my audio voice for the moment right there. But um, just based off that alone, it's already got my attention. Well, hey, the Simba Squat. I mean, I haven't seen The Lion King in over 20 years, but I still remember it vividly. But one of the things that really caught my eye was the risky back squat. I'm going to admit, I'm not a big fan of doing squats in terms of using the barbell, going down at the squat machine or anything like that. Fact of the matter is, and you can call me a wuss or whatever, I'm just scared to death of, of really doing something to my back. I've seen too many people get injured with their back using the squat machine or just squatting in general. Yeah, it's, it's very effective, but man, you're really taking a risk with that one. And it's something even with my own clients. We do squats, but we do variations with kettlebells, with dumbbells, with sandbags, that type of stuff. So, of course, more of the gym bros and meatheads are going to say, James, oh, you're not doing it right, whatever. Bullshit, I got my style, and it still is effective. And by the look of my quads, as of late, you know, they're working. So, looking at the Simba squat, and now that I'm looking at the gentleman's form, He's essentially, now if we go back, if you've seen The Lion King, the most famous thing from that movie, in my opinion, is the whole, when, when the, what is the monkey's name? Uh, I'm looking at Charlotte like, <laughs> could you help me out here? Damn it. Uh, what is that monkey? The monkey's name. If you know the monkey's name and you're listening to this podcast, please let me know. Uh, what is, no, damn it. Okay, anyway, the monkey holds Simba up. So what this essentially is, is, it, is you you have a kettlebell, I'm assuming, of, of efficient weight that you can hold, or a medicine ball. And you would simply do a squat, but you're holding the kettlebell out like the monkey was holding Simba out in the movie. That's, a, that's an interesting spin on the squat right there. I'm a fan of the goblet squat and did some this morning, but this is something that I like. It's uh, versatile, which of course is one of my favorite words and part of my training program. And they encourage you to use a dumbbell, medicine ball, or kettlebell. I'll probably go with a medicine ball at first just to kind of get the movements where I want it to be and with my clients. Um, the dumbbell to me is a little awkward for this movement, at least in my own personal opinion. So I'll stick with the medicine ball kettlebell. But um, yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, yeah, actually, there you go. 
Follow me on Instagram or on the Cerebral Fit Facebook page. I am going to demonstrate this. I will probably demonstrate this tomorrow. I'll post it up soon just to give you an idea. But I think that's a really good, um, I think that's a really good idea. The Simba Squad, everybody. So, but, you know, as I continue to look through this magazine, there's so many articles here, actual articles, even though it has Karen McDougall on it, which I'm sure I'll get to her article soon enough. I wonder if it has a pull-up poster. Oops, thinking out loud there. Uh, <laughs> yes, folks, I am a 33-year-old single male, so I do tend to act like, act like a typical man-child. So, But I would say forgive me, but, you know, it is what it is. That's how I am. I'm not a married man yet. I haven't settled down. Found the one a few times. <laughs> ah, but, uh... Looking at the clock, I got about 32 minutes rounded up, and I think that, I think I've just, I've nailed all that I've been feeling this morning, this afternoon. It's just, um, you know, you just have those days where you just want to let loose and just kind of just talk someone's ears off, and well, I mean, for those that are listening, y'all guys are the ears. Um, I did what, I was going to record a portion of this, but I really don't feel... <laughs> A video of me sitting on the floor talking into a microphone and my computer and going through a men's journal magazine probably isn't the most enticing thing to see on a video. So I will save that for a later podcast episode. Probably when I get this would-be office straightened out, which is going to happen today. I just got to clean up and go find a desk. Shouldn't cost me too much. But um, I appreciate y'all listening to this episode. I know it's a bonus one. I, I did. Um, if you haven't tuned into my last the last week's episode, which was over, uh, damn, I already forgot last week's episode. It must have not been a good one because if I can't remember it. But um, oh yes, wow, I'm I'm bashing my own podcast. No, it was ketoing. Uh, I was talking about the keto diet and intermittent fasting. Which please go ahead and listen to that. I thought it was pretty interesting. I think those are, I mean, still two very, uh, very much in the news diet strategy. So, you know, take a listen to that episode. Uh, as for the next episode, I have no idea when that's going to be. It could be tomorrow. It could be Saturday. It could be Sunday. But I know um, with the Austin trip coming up, I'm really going to do at least one or two episodes for sure from Austin. Um detailing my escapades over there and the type of training I'm doing. The training I am doing at the Honored Academy, and I'm on the website right now as I speak, but it's very different from what you're going to see in a typical gym. You might see it in a CrossFit gym, and that's probably the closest place you're going to get, but this is a lot of, this is functional fitness, but, you know, amplified. So that's what got my attention about this. So I'm definitely going to be detailing a lot of that. And, um, you know, just to kind of give you all an idea of where my program is heading, among other things. And, you know, look up on it, onnit.com. I think you might find some interesting stuff on there. Um, you know, they're, they're a growing company also. They got some good products on there. You know, they sell good products, so you're going to be paying a good penny. You know, they're not selling shit. So, but um, I've bought from them before. That's where my famous maces are from. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, I think this would be a good time to end it. I think it's time for a good shower, clean up, 
maybe a dog walk or so, and then just a little R&R, but with some work infused into it. Time for some early spring cleaning here in early September. So I appreciate y'all listening to this episode of the podcast. Kind of a bonus one. Uh, Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll probably do... Eh, we'll figure out what that one's going to be. I'll let y'all, I'll surprise y'all with that one, just like this one was a surprise. So, Nevertheless, uh, y'all take care of each other out there. Big shout out to my family and friends in Hobbs, New Mexico, Lubbock, Texas. I got some friends in Georgia, listeners of the podcast all over the place. To all y'all listening, I appreciate that. Give my uh, friends over there the Sneaky Band podcast, who is also powered by the Anchor app. Um, give them a listen to as well. They got some really interesting stuff, especially, I mean, just, I love listening to them talk. You know, it's real fun. Makes my drives around town a lot, (laughs) a lot more memorable and faster. So, but my name is James Reese. And for Miss Tara and Miss Charlotte, my two beautiful resting co-hosts, I bid you adieu and I will see y'all down the road. Y'all take care of each other, and Ruiz out.